Hey everybody, it's the CC JT Amateur Hour, where production values go to die. That's CC. JT. And uh, we got uh, we got a jam packed episode today of for the podcast. We got lots of things going on. Straighten the shirt. Um, <laughs> but uh, before we go in, uh, we need to go solemn for a moment. We need to uh, tone it down for a little bit because since our last podcast, our family um, in our family in California received and, and in Idaho received some very. Very sad news uh, since the last podcast. Um, it was like a one-two punch, and out of respect to the privacy, we will we will not share not that mention. news. But we will say that um, uh, they are going through some very difficult times. Very very difficult times, and uh, they uh, our our family is uh, is feeling it. And um, just wanted to send out our love, send out power, send out uh, whatever it needs, and to remind them that hey, we're here. We're here, yep. and um, believe me, uh, y'all are in our thoughts. So uh, we're thinking about you. So if you, if um, our valuable um, uh, listeners and watchers uh, can take a moment to just breathe some strength into the for those folks, we would appreciate it. And the same goes to anyone because I'm sure we're not the only family yeah. having these types of issues. So anybody out there who's going through a rough time right now, we're thinking of you. You're in our thoughts. Yep. We're sending you strength. We're sending and, uh, you strength because, man, it's uh, you got to be out. You got to be there for each other. It takes village, folks. So, uh, you know, just right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, but that—that's not why you're here. You're no. here because you're here to hear uh, to hear two soon-to-be-retired uh, full-time writers <laughs> retired. Retired Almost in, retired. In a, a month from a month from what's today? Today you is know, the twenty fifth. So yeah, it's, it's February twenty fifth, twenty twenty four. So uh, so you and you retire on the twenty ninth. Twenty ninth. So you're mm-hmm. you're a month and a and change. And four days. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Really close. Yes. So what it is is you have writers of a certain age, independent publishers of a certain age, and what we do out here on, on uh, our podcast is uh, with as few brains as possible. Uh, we try to uh, share our experience. Now, we, we're, we're going to talk about the thing about success and everything and how the value of success is graded, maybe graded, because we, 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 uh, we picked out a fun word today. Uh, but um, we've still learned a few things, and we're hoping that by sharing that, uh, that you as independent writers or you as family or you as somebody that does, you know, just sort of stumbled onto us um, can get something from our experience. And as always, we say that after we've done one of these things, if you feel that we're completely full of crap, <laughs> which is entirely possible. Well, it's also a matter of um, opinion because mm-hmm. everyone's experience is different. And I've talked about this on the marketing front because I've done intensive research into book marketing. And I don't feel that a lot of those types of marketing advice Hmm. Th- that type of marketing advice works for us. We need to figure out our organic mi- marketing yeah. strategy. So, you know, it's take our advice for what it is. Yeah. It's pertinent to us. Right. Hopefully some part of it will help either inform your decisions or maybe lead you off in a direction to be able to figure out what works best for you. Yep. Now, what we should have done is preface that by saying what's current events, because what it is is we usually start with our podcast with current events and right. so the big current event obviously is cc's impending retirement and then uh, as we said in previous podcasts when she retires 
Uh, she will be taking over the full-time marketing uh, yep. job for, for the, the company, which we call Two More Books. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, and then uh, she was uh, also the editor-in-chief, and she's also the CEO. And these aren't made-up titles, because what it is is we are, you know, we're trying to, you know, add some structure to this. So we feel that structure, structure lends success. Yes. So we're doing structure. And, and me, I'm, I'm just eye candy. I'm just here, you know, arm hanger. You know, that's, that's my job. You did that in public the other day, too. Didn't work telling out so people, well. Actually, no, she was giving it right back to you. Yeah, anyway, so, <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, from the company point of view, um, I'm the CIO, CMO, and CSO. Well, you will chief. not be the CMO for oh, that's much right. longer. So, oh, I'm the chief financial officer, chief, mar uh, I, I'm <laughs> chief information officer, yep. chief strategic officer. Right. And um, yeah, creative so, staff, creative and the creative staff. Right. So, um, so we're adding structure to this, and we just feel that maybe this will give us some, give us a foot in the door, and help us better direct our energy. So, uh, so if you're a one-person shop, you know it's you know it's, well, as we've been for a while, yeah, it's 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 it's, it's, it's a it's a heavy lift. Yep. Yeah. Um, but uh. So from from that point of view, uh, we waiting for CC to retire. From the other point of view, is as I'm finished with the space epic, finished with the space epic, still working on the idea whether it's going to be two or three books, and um, I'm doing the final big editing lift. Then I will shuffle it over to the editor in chief for her critical thinking review, and of course catching all the I before E's thing. And then uh, we're going to be sending off to it, uh, sending off to the um, editor, and uh, we'll go from there. So hopefully we'll able to get one book out this year. I'm hoping for that. And for everybody that uh, bought Maggie, uh, the Maggie books, um, the Sheriff of Nevada and Sheriff of Nevada Downfall, um, I'm going to be shifting direction on that. But my goal is also to get uh, book three published this year. So. And instead of maybe five books, it's going to be four books at this point? Mm-hmm. Because... As JT said, there has been some shifting in the thought process of where the story is going. Yeah. But I think at least book three should come together fairly quickly because yeah. you already have the basis for it. Yeah. So it should it should fly. So, uh, so that'd be good news. Okay. Um, we're going to talk about something that uh, that that is something at the core or the foundation. Maybe foundation is a better word. Foundation of every independent writer. And it's uh, one of CC's favorite word. Last word we last week we did one of my favorite words, dichotomy, mm -hmm. and this week's favorite word for those of you on Sesame Street is ennui. And uh, I have it right here. And if you want to read it, so ennui is a feeling of listlessness and dissatisfaction arising from a lack of occupational or excitement. He succumbed to ennui and despair. And I don't think that's just independent writers. No, I think that's no. And I think a lot that's, of people. I think that's almost every human endeavor where, um, where you expend energy and you expend passion. Yes. And uh, it it doesn't seem to go anywhere. But I think for the independent writer, ennui is really, really there because uh, we it's a challenge. We, we expend we expend so much energy, like what like what we talked about just a few minutes ago. Right. We expend so much energy, uh, and then we feel like you know it's it's for nothing, and that's a that's a that's a hard rock to push up the hill. That's a big heavy boulder to push up the hill. 
And I've been seeing a lot of independent authors talking about this, and maybe even some traditionally published ones too, because unless, as we've mentioned before, unless you're a big, big name author, a traditional publisher doesn't usually expend a lot of energy or money trying to get your work out there. So there is a lot of heavy lifting involved in trying to get people to even see your work because there's just so much of it out there. And there has been a um, kind of a little clip going around on TikTok, one of those memes where the it's um, basically it's why have I done this? And then you, you know, whatever you're working on, if it's a series of books or some people have done it where it's it, why have I done this? And then it's like they won an award. Whereas other people are like, why have I done this? And they're sitting there tearing their hair out because they can't get their book finished because maybe they do have a little bit of ennui. Mm -hmm. They've expended so much of their energy that uh, they just don't really have anything left right now. Yeah, it's, uh, man, it, it, it's hard. It really is. It's hard. You know, the, the entire creation process is so Very difficult. hard. And then to go through the business side, because, you know, we, we, that's how we have divided up. We talk about the creative side and the business side. Mm -hmm. you, you do so much work on the creative side because, excuse me, because, well, English, first of all. But, um, but to come up with an idea and develop it and write it and edit it, and then you, to, to switch it over to the business side, to go through the processes of, of getting a professional editor and covers and publishing it, and then all this time and forgive me all this money and it just sort of and it and you see it happen more than more than once yes um you know we've we've published a few books and we've seen we those being books jt we, we, well you published more than one but to I see have. but to see see these books just sort of get swallowed up by the great white whale which is called independent publishing is just so it's, you you it's 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 why I have stopped looking into the future. It's where I, when I'm writing a book, I only focus on what's on front in front right. of me, and I don't think into the future because if I think into the future, then well, and that goes back to what we were talking about previously multiple times: the idea of success. Yeah. Is success selling a million copies of the book? Is success having one person read your book and really connecting with it? You know, uh, yeah, we'd all like to make a million dollars or sell a million books and be able to live a little bit more easily because things are expensive, especially when you are an independent publisher and you would at least like to recoup the money that you've spent to create these works. But the idea, if you set your mind to that being your idea of success, then maybe you will be dealing with a lot of ennui because it's lightning in a bottle. We've said it before, right place, right time. And yep. just the right amount of events have to come together to make, you know, big what most people would consider success. Whereas just finishing the book, getting it out there, and maybe even having only one or two readers, first of all, Getting the book out there, published through that whole process and releasing it, that is success. Yeah. Just releasing a book. You've put in a lot of time and effort, maybe even a lot of money, getting it out there, and you have been successful. So you might have to just say, that's it. I got the book out there. I'm a success. Yep. 
And that's true. And that's re that's part of the whole idea of which I was going to talk about is uh, um, is maybe I don't want to use the word reset, but and I don't want to like to say like have or something like that. But realistic expectations, I think, also has to be a part of it. Um, that unless you do have the lightning in the bottle, and there's a reason they call it lightning in the bottles because it's so rare. Um, but uh, having realistic expectations, I think, is is something that you've got to start with, um, with the understanding that, um, yeah, even having a realistic expectations, you're you're going to have that emotional oh yes you know, that emotional hit. Uh, and we do. We have that emotional hit. You know, mm -hmm. we come into this podcast. We sound so perky and everything. We're so cute. Sometimes. We're, and we, <laughs> we, 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 we come with energy and everything like that. But, um, I, I, you know, it's... Yeah. During the week? During, yeah. Might be, not we, be the case. Yeah, that's like... We, we look at this coffee and say, hmm, I wonder how much it, how it would taste if we put a little bit more into it. But, <laughs> uh, but no, seriously. Um Realistic expectations, I, th I think, are, are part of the, is part of the uh, answer to ennui. Um, uh, because, as try as you may, uh, you are dealing with a humongous white, big white whale out there called independent publishing. And there's just, there's just you know, thousands, I'm sure it's thousands publishing every day. Well, and I've been watching movies about authors and like actual authors. I recently watched one about Emily Dickinson. And uh, she, in the movie, I don't know how true this is to life because there's always some literary license that's taken when something is adapted. But there was a point where obviously she had been writing poetry. She lived during a time when women were really not allowed to do that type of thing. It was more man's work. And, you know, if a woman did it, it was just like, what's wrong with you? And she was saying, I would just like some recognition before I die. Mm. And I think that's what a lot of us are looking for. It's like, we have worked really hard at doing this and we would like somebody somewhere to notice all the hard work we've put in. Doesn't necessarily mean that we have to become Uncle Steve or Aunt Barbara or somebody like that, like mm. we talked about last week, but just having someone say, hey, you know, I enjoyed this, this was a good book and maybe telling somebody else. And that's the other part of it. People may buy our books, mm. we've had a few sales, getting reviews and getting them to tell other people about them are a whole different matter because maybe they're not quite, you know, I'm guessing we probably don't have what you would consider mainstream thoughts mm -hmm. and mainstream books. And this is very true of our youngest daughter, who's also an author. She decided she did really well successfully financially for many years and burned out because just the grind of putting, she was releasing books like every six weeks or so and making money at it, but then decided that for health reasons, for mental health reasons, she couldn't keep doing that because it was just, it was a mm -hmm. constant thing and it was not mainstream. She would never have gotten traditionally published even though she tried several times and did manage to get an agent. So. There is an element of that, I think, in all of our writing, in our mm -hmm. family at least, that we are not going for what the most popular trend of the moment is. We want to write yeah. what appeals to us. Which is what's last week's uh, podcast. Um, yep. Another part, I think, uh, that is what might be helpful to combat, though we can never actually eliminate ennui, uh, is uh, becoming part of a writing community. Yes. Whether it's something simple like, for example, Cece and I are both part of the... Uh, 
Northern Nevada Writers Group on Facebook. And we see on there that they are always having gatherings and write-ins and things like that. And this is something that we're going to participate in better once uh, CC uh, retires. But being part of a writer's community, because writing can be a very, very solitary endeavor. Now, you know, some people are lucky to have a partner. Uh, if if she had a good partner, things would be good. But, you know, oh. um, but, um, but being part of an, a writing community might be helpful on that, and getting, uh, getting that feedback that and that human companionship. Because as we've said in the past, writing is a very solitary endeavor with a public outcome, and um, you know when you're trying to combine the two, it it can, it can be daunting and lead to yes. that challenge. And uh, so part, joining a writing community might be part of the solution. And it's one that, you know, I'm personally looking forward to because, uh, well, I'm, I'm not really that kind of, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm shy. <laughs> I have actually had my own writer's group in the mm-hmm. past when we had a Borders Books, if anybody remembers that. We used to have meetings there and uh, putting together a group like that can be a heavy lift but once you get the people together it kind of takes a life of its own everybody takes a little bit of energy from it they bring their experiences and their expertise in whatever area some people are better at proofreading some people are great editors some Mm -hmm. are great at critiquing providing constructive criticism versus the kind of criticism that will just stomp you into the ground and make you want to quit writing altogether. Yeah, and that's... And, and that's, that's what and, we're looking for, is the yeah. constructive criticism, the people who know what stresses we're going through, they're also feeling the same types of things that we are, even though we might not always write in the same genre or something. Yeah, and, it's still supportive. And, and, and it's difficult because uh, for writers, that, that const- criticism... And we got to remember that criticism is a positive word. And... That's difficult for some people to put their put their mind around, especially if they grew up with troubled childhoods and they, they think that criticism is is a situation of this 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 their entire you life. You did this but it, wrong. It, uh, but criticism actually is supposed to be a positive experience because mm-hmm. criticism is is supposed to help you grow, as we frequently say in this podcast. Feed, Feedback, constructive feedback, makes us better writers and it makes us better people. But you know, saying that you're you're writing just a bunch of crap is not constructive no. criticism. Uh, but saying, hey, your crap could be better if you considered it from this point of view. Now that's something that's useful, and that's what and that's stuff that we're that's in feedback that we're seeking all the time. And it's very subjective. It's yeah because you know what one person considers. You have the academics who will mm-hmm. be you know. Oxford comma, for example, use it, don't use it, whatever. Use we're, it. we're on the, we are, we will die on the Oxford comma hill. Use it. But, you know, you get the people who are so much into the nitpicky nuts and bolts of writing that they're kind of missing the point that the story has to be organic and flow. Mm-hmm. And just because there are literary and grammar rules doesn't mean you always follow them because sometimes for the purpose of your story you don't want to follow them yeah. because it plays into the story yeah but what you're talking so much was is about the technical stuff yes right? i'm talking about the the idea the motivation right. right you know the stuff that when we did our english writing classes where mm-hmm. you know that the english professor said well the reason that the whale was white is because it represented and right. it's like you know and then we hear from melville who said no, I just made it white because I wanted to stand out in the ocean so they could see it easier. <laughs> well, and I was reading about someone else who was talking about foreshadowing in a book. Yeah. And a lot of the time we foreshadow things. Did you post that? Yeah, I posted that. So it's like 
you don't realize that you foreshadowed something until you go back and look. It's like, oh, I didn't realize I did that. Yeah. That was clever of me. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that sort of co co construction, constructive criticism, sorry, English, second language. Uh, constructive <laughs> criticism is what we need. And foreshadowing yes. is an example of that because if you're going to do something, you know, interesting with a character, you just sometimes you just can't spring it on, spring it on people because... Um, uh, you need to foreshadow it because what am I trying to say here? Because people, as they read the book, they're forming the picture of the, mm -hmm. of the of the character in their mind. And then if you suddenly make them have a grow third hand, you've completely blown what they're their You've completely blown the experience, the, right. reader, the reading experience. Sorry, I know what I'm trying to say. I just can't say it. <laughs> if you haven't laid the foundation, basically, for your character or your story... And then you just throw something that's totally random in there, right? Like take a major left turn out of the blue, you're going to lose your readers right. because it doesn't make sense, right? And that's that. And so we're going to take it back to the podcast, and then this is what we mean by constructive criticism, right? And so, and this constructive criticism, take it back to the podcast, is part of being a writing community. Yep. Because receiving that that constructive criticism about, hey, why did you do that when you didn't say this was going to happen, and you blew up your character, and you took the reader out of the book. Right. And so, um, so being part of a writing, writing, uh, writing community, whether it's even a, a small Facebook group or face to face, or a big thing, um, is can only help. And as long as you gird your loins yes. <laughs> going into this experience, because sometimes uh, you, you, sometimes writers, we don't like it when people attack our baby. <laughs> well, and that goes back again to the podcast for the idea of ennui. The writers group can be a supportive way of getting past that feeling that I can't finish this book mm -hmm. because... You know what's the point basically i'm going to throw it out there and nobody's ever going to read it so why am i putting myself through this mm -hmm. so having that supportive community mm -hmm. can help you get through on we and mm -hmm. you've been talking about that a little bit yourself with your space epic that you've gone through so many iterations of rewriting this the three versus two books trying to decide where to split it decide what story elements making sure everything's cohesive yeah and then you just kind of like step back and go i have put so much of myself into this now i don't have anything left and then you fall into ennui yeah yeah it's i'm this thing is not to get too far down that road but since you brought it up this thing has been you know this thing started during lockdown and it's 2024 so uh just to give you a small quick hint uh, you used to have some killer space robots in it I took, <laughs> I took those out okay um so what have we talked about so um let's try to bring let's try to package this up so we talked about ennui which is which is the challenge for every writing uh because uh not only uh, it, it doesn't attack the creative source and the creative font which our books come from mm -hmm. but we we talked you know the challenge about dropping books into the tsunami of independent publishing Mm -hmm. And then we talked about ways that could help us boister us up, so like joining writing communities, yep. uh, realizing what else did we what else did we talk about? Um, uh, well, all the technical aspects and constructive criticism and right. all of this actually helps feed into the um, maybe refilling you right. creatively because sometimes constructive criticism, you take a step back and it's like, oh, yeah. That's an excellent idea, and that can fix this other problem in the story, too. Yeah. So that kind of thing can really feed into that idea where you just 
don't have the creative energy anymore it kind of refills you you know it's you know it's honestly it's it's difficult to frame and resolve ennui because it's it's different for everybody and the solution is different for everybody yes. and sometimes there's no solution because you know I define solution as what's the answer to two plus two four that's the solution right but ennui and really feelings in general sometimes they just it's can't challenging be, they can't be solved no they just can't be solved they just exist for what they are mm -hmm. and what you have to do and I don't want to say what you have to do but sometimes you need to find or need and I, that's the same thing uh, there's a middle ground right there's a middle ground between uh, being functional and just sort of you know, sitting there and you got to, and I keep saying you got to, and you have to, and you mean to, but there, but there has to be a middle ground where you have, right. to, you have to go forward because where you, you push forward you, you, because folks, you need to write your book because your book is so valuable. You may have less, you may have less of You may have be assigning it less value as you go deeper into the process. And you may feel because it hasn't been read that it isn't valuable but that is, all of that is not true. I there's two people that we are that we know uh, well, and we have been trying to convince these folks to write books mm -hmm. because their stories are so cool, and for no other reason, it's a heritage, it's a legacy, right? Um, and their stories are so fascinating, and we really, really think that if for no other reason to leave something like this to their grandchildren their children and grandchildren would be would be good mm -hmm. but a book that any book all books added to society gives us something to debate something right. to discuss and something that we can use to uh, start as a lodestone to improve uh, society well, it provides a broader perspective because you may read something in a book that you've never personally experienced. And that was my case growing up. I grew up in some very rural areas. And you may have found this as well, that reading books when you're in a very insular community expands your worldview and you learn that other people in other places do things differently. And that mm -hmm. doesn't make it right or wrong. It's just different, right. different cultures, different locations different jobs there are so many things you can learn about reading books you know watching movies also but really for our purposes we're talking about writing books and it's you know maybe you're not going to have a popular book now and unfortunately as i mentioned emily dickinson earlier it was like really after posthumously it was when she gained most of her popularity um, you know, that may be the case for you too. And just at least you're putting something out there that has the potential well, to move a lot of people in the future and, and it leaves a heritage. And we have an example of that. We have a very exciting book project that we're going to be working on in 2025 that speaks to this yes. directly. And we're not going to go into details right now, but, uh, but this, the project, which I find I'm pretty amped up about, um, it, no, I'm enjoying this. Okay. We've had some very fun discussions about this. So we're we're excited to share it with you in maybe next year. Next year. So um so after we get these four or five books out of the way then to work on this project is gonna be really cool. But it it speaks to the fact of uh, leaving an heritage, leaving a legacy and right. this book if it's if it if it comes to light, uh will will be pretty much fun. 
So um, I guess what really what we're trying to say is, um, you know, hang in there. Uh, the the hours are long, but the days are short. But, yes. Or the years are short, or whatever it is, the days. And we know that it's, boy, we know firsthand what it is is to get stuck in that sense of ennui. Yes. Uh, just open up the manuscript and, and type a few words, update your mm-hmm. word count. Type a few words, update a word count, type a few words to keep that cycle going. Yep. You're doing great. You're doing fine. You're doing forward. If you've published a book, fantastic. Yep. You're great. If you're in the process of doing it, you're fantastic. You're great. If you're just opening up the manuscript, typing a few words, updating your word count, you're fantastic. You're great. Yep. Just keep going. Keep on keeping on. Keep and going. one of my favorite quotes from Galaxy Quest, and if you're a Galaxy Quest fan, you probably know exactly what I'm going to say. Never give, give up. up. Never, Never surrender. surrender. Boom. Okay. Uh, I think that's good for now. Um, but as always, we think that we may be full of hooey. That's another favorite <laughs> word. Full of hooey. Um, if, so what are your thoughts on it? You know, reach out to us. Let us know what you think. Uh, we, uh, again, we always say this. Constructive feedback makes us better people. It makes us better writers. makes us better podcasters. So if you have any ideas of how we could do anything better, please let us know. Is there anything else you want to throw out there? Well, we talked about community, and that's what we're trying to create here is a community. If you have no other outlet, if you're struggling to do this kind of thing alone, please feel free to reach out. You know, contact us through our website, and we'll be happy to try to respond as much as we can. And, uh, you know, maybe we'll help you find a local community. Who knows? But if nothing else, we'll at least reach out and say, hey, you're doing great. Yep, absolutely. You know, keep on keeping on, and we're behind you. Yeah, we are. Okay, we'll just close things out real quick by saying welcome back, Cody Bellinger. Oh, Cody. Cubbies. 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 And uh, Rhino, we're thinking of you, bro. Yes. We we got your back, man. Okay, y'all take care. Uh, Next week's podcast will be something we make up as we go along, like we always do. Maybe another fun word. Who knows? (laughs) But until then, uh, you can find out everything about us by going out to our website at www.carsonhume.com, where you can find our blog posts, our podcasts, and everything else, and links to our fantastic books and moving forward there will be a lot more interaction on various social media platforms so go to our website to see where else you can find us and i'll be keeping those updated probably a lot more often yep. moving so, forward starting in april yeah we're, we're, we're rock and roll time folks yep so until then over there cc and over there's jt y'all take care um and uh we'll see you next week thank you love you lots Bye-bye bye now